0: Hey parents, are you trying to find a sport for your kids to do during the winter months? Have them wrestle. Have them join the Combat Wrestling Club at Combat Athletics located on Cooper Creek Road in Moxville, North Carolina. The Combat Wrestling Club wrestles a full AAU schedule with practices three days a week. I guarantee you that your kid will enjoy it. It is fun. And it will get them in shape, build self-confidence, and self-defense. Join the Combat Wrestling Club today in Moxville, North Carolina. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Ryan Hayes, and I'm back with another episode of Cast of Champions. Today is Saturday, March 28th. And, yeah, we're in day whatever of quarantining ourselves and staying at home, whatever the governor wants us to do. I ain't really been paying much attention to it. Um, I'm going to continue to do what I do. Um, But everybody seems to have a lot of downtime. So um, I put another podcast together with another wrestler. Um, I have today from Morrisville High School, the 113-pounder, Davis Freeze. Um, Davis is a kid that I've known for a while uh four or five years seems like Uh, i think he might have been in fourth or fifth grade or something when i met him but great kid uh just came off a great wrestling season finishing a runner up in a state tournament as a freshman and uh you know he had to basically get meet a uh two-time to finish state champion in the finals uh richard trainer from huff uh so that kid's good and so uh davis is on right now to talk to me, you know, just about wrestling and, and everything that's, that he's going through right now as far as dealing with this coronavirus and anything else he wants to talk about. So, uh, Davis, Freeze, you are alive. How are you doing today? I'm doing
1: good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so, man, so what's been going on with you the last couple of weeks? I man? How, how have you been spending this break?
1: Um, I went to the beach in Florida for a week, and then after I got back, I started like a lifting program and I've just been haven't been able to wrestle much, but I've been doing a lot of yard work, helping with my parents.
0: So if the whole goal is for everybody to stay in one, one place, why are we going to the beach?
1: Well, that was before that was before (laughs) that was spring break.
0: That was spring break. Oh, Uh, that's a, I was, yeah. You know, actually if you really think about it, man, today you, you should be, you should have been wrestling in the uh the nationals. Yeah. Actually. That's what
1: mom, mom told That's... me that earlier today.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where I mean, god, this is this is what this virus has done to like not only like spring sports but to like off-season wrestling. I it's it's killing it and, and we got to worry about the safety of everybody.
1: Uh give me give me your take on this virus, man. Uh well, at first I wasn't taking it very seriously. I just thought it was like kind of like the flu. I just thought it was basically the same thing as the flu. Now all this stuff is happening and you actually see like famous people are getting it. I just think it's crazy. Something that I'll always remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's potentially it can uh it's can have nothing. it's already ha- it's already impacted the economy already. Uh it if everything if if it doesn't, if cases don't start to kind of go down, yeah, um, it's gonna impact economy and even more, man. It'll probably lead 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 us into a recession, which is something that we don't want. I'm glad that I'm not the person in in, in leadership to make these decisions, um, because no matter what, you're not gonna make the right one to everybody. Yeah. So somebody's always got something to say. But uh, so hey, let's uh let's get let's get on to wrestling, man. So recap. Recap your freshman year. You know, I actually want to just start from the beginning of the season and kind of work your way to the state tournament. Just highlight different matches and, and how you got to where you're at.
1: Um, beginning of the season, it actually started good. I had my first two tournaments without any losses. And I think my – it was our first conference match at uh, Mallard Creek. That was my first loss. I got a defensive pin. I tried get in Merkel. And that match got me upset because it's my first loss. And then after that, Davis. Yeah,
0: Davis, Davis, Davis. How long you been wrestling?
1: Uh, like ten years.
0: <laughs> you can't be getting defensively pinned, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, that was crazy.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm glad it happened. I mean, if it, if it had to happen, better than it happened then, than like in the uh, state tournament where the yeah. boy Evan from West Sife defensively pinned a guy in the uh, quarter. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, come on, man. You, you're better than that. You're better than that, Davis. But, yeah, continue.
1: Uh, after that, I had I had a pretty good season. I went to Holy Angels, and I placed there. Me and uh, Greg Merriman from Mooresville were the first people – were the first freshmen to place at Holy Angels from Mooresville. So, that was exciting. And then uh, after – Christmas, really, it just flew by, and I felt like I was already at regionals. Regionals went pretty good. I had Richard in the semis, but other than Richard, I didn't get scored on at regionals. And then state tournament was pretty exciting. My first match, we went to overtime. I threw the guy to win it, and that was very exciting. Then my quarterfinals, I pinned the guy, and that's when I knew I placed. And then my favorite match of the whole season was when I wrestled uh, Noah Luna in the semis. And I threw him in, like, the first 10 seconds of the match. And after that, I just kind of dominated. I beat him, like, 9-2, to two, I think. And then the finals didn't go too good. But it was an exciting experience.
0: So, that you think at the beginning of the season that you would be in the state finals I mean that's a tough one thirteen weight class you had you know you had kids like ethan ethan Duff uh woodburn um yeah Jacob Woodburn of course richard trainer i mean heck if if uh if Western Sife could have put you know their defending state champion in there of course he got had a season ending injury it would have been a, a little a, way more competitive there but tell me like did you did you see yourself being uh, in a state finals, like, let alone a place winner?
1: I honestly – no, I did not. Before, before – after regionals, I was just thinking, like, about how hard my bracket could actually be. And I thought it would be, like, a hard road – like, a hard way to place. I thought I could do it. I thought I could place, but I thought it was going to be very hard. And then the bracket came out, and I had a good side of the bracket. And that's when I realized that, like, I could do pretty good in the tournament. So –
0: you know, everybody brings up the con the the concept of the bracket. I mean, at the end of the day, to, to there is no easy road when it comes to the state yeah. tournament. I mean, I guess, I guess you would look at it and say, okay, uh, figuratively speaking, am I on the same side as Richard? Is what basically everybody's mm-hmm. looking at. Uh, and I mean, it's almost like you would you you would you would almost say, hey, let me go through Richard to. Being a state finals, I mean it's I just think sometimes people put a lot of a, a lot of um too much stock into a bracket like mm-hmm. I just always wanted like what's your what's your opinion on like do, is that do you strategize with a bracket or is just you know it's whatever um,
1: really I don't pay attention to a bracket that much. I usually just listen to what my coach or my dad tells me about it uh the only mm-hmm. bracket I really pay attention to was states and regionals and maybe Holy right. angels who. But-
0: yeah, you know, you're so you when that when that state tournament started, so did you feel hindered in any way by the uh by the uh schedule? You know, like, of course, it snowed and they had to cram everything up. Did that did that affect you? Oh, uh, no,
1: not re- I was ex- I was just excited. I thought it was crazy and I thought it was fun that we got like a whole day. But also, it put a little bit of pressure because, like, the whole day, I was thinking about my matches, my first match and how it was going to go. But uh, I don't – it put a little bit of pressure on me, but I don't think it changed much.
0: What was your your mindset going in?
1: Uh, Going in, I just – I was just trying to wrestle how I know how. Um, I didn't wrestle that good my first match, but – after that I was just like trying like I knew I could go far into the bracket so I just tried to wrestle how I knew how
0: yeah of course um and it it worked out for you yeah you got got into the 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 finals and so you know tell me a little bit about you know some of the people that helped you get to this point like I know you got you, you go to combat athletics and then who are some of the the coaches on staff I mean I think I saw uh Coach Eller get out there and, and work with you a little bit. So, tell me a little bit about some of the key, key players to help you get to where you are. Um,
1: Definitely Josh Stanley and Coach Eller. They help out with a lot of technique that I know. And Coach Watson, he's a very good motivator. And also my dad, he's always keeping me, like, in check and making sure I'm focused. But, uh, yeah, Coach Eller and Josh Stanley, uh, that's – the main like that's my main coaches that like work on technique with me, so
0: yeah. For sure, for sure, that's a mm-hmm. you know that's those are two good guys. I know Coach uh, Coach Eller wrestled up at Appalachian State, um, and of course, so did Josh Stanley too. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I remember him. Watch, I remember watching him wrestle actually at App back in the day. Um, two good guys. So yep. now you. What When you got into this sport, what made you get into this? Like, how did you figure – where did this wrestling concept come from?
1: Uh, My dad wrestled in high school, and my brother started wrestling, and my dad was coaching him. And one day I was just like – I was always at the practices, and one day I was just like, I want to try it out. And then after that, I just kept on wrestling. That was on the Iredell Rattlers uh, old, old team.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, we've been wrestling for – that's a lot of years been wrestling for a, a pretty good minute uh what do you do so what what keeps you going i mean if you, you said you've wrestled uh for 10 years potentially there's a chance you know a lot of, a lot of kids who wrestle that long they start to get burned out burnt out sometimes they quit prior to high school or they quit while they're in high school um what keeps you
1: Um, I would just say what keeps me going is my goals, like all the things that I've always wanted to accomplish and good coaches, definitely that can like mix it up and keep it fun for you. But for sure. Yeah. Mainly just like focusing on the goals I've always wanted to achieve, like being a state champion and wrestling in college.
0: When you, so when, when all this stuff, uh, subsides, you know, this whole COVID-19 stuff what are you going to do to try to 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 prepare for next season what's the first thing you're going to do when like the all clear is given
1: um definitely start going to combat again getting as much time that time as I can to make up for like missing it and uh just try to get stronger because I'm going to try to bump up a few weight classes and I just want to get bigger
0: Right. Where Where are you sitting at now, weight wise? Uh,
1: the other day I weighed and I was about one thirty two.
0: What? Yep. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Hold on. I've, have you ever been one hundred and thirty two pounds in your life? No. <laughs> I was like one twenty five before the season started.
0: Wow. Um. So I guess you're you're looking at twenty twenty six. Next year?
1: Oh well, yeah, probably twenty six or thirty two. Because I'm gonna try to get bigger and then slim down with like cross country and running and stuff.
0: Yeah, don't don't uh don't push it. You know, the more you you, you want to kind of take it. Like uh, advice, if your body like if if you're naturally getting up naturally getting up there, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. But like, don't don't push it because man, you get up there and you you realize some of the stuff that worked at one thirteen is not gonna work at one thirty two. Yeah. Trust me, I know plenty of people you can ask.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: But yeah, but at the end of the day, hey, if you're gonna go up there, go up there and compete. Go up there and and knock it out the park, man. I mean, you're you're good. You're you're good enough to do it. Um, but so d- during during this during the season, um, tell me a little bit about some of the matches. Uh, you, you mentioned that defensive pin. Um, tell me just about a match that you wish you could just have back, like where you just totally messed up and you just want it back for some reason. Every time you, you look at a wrestling match, you think about that. You think about that one match, that one loss you wish
1: you could have back. Um. Well, for one, definitely the finals match. I think I could have competed better, but other than that, um, I know one, I wrestled Marcus Jackson one time and I didn't, really cut weight very smart, and I didn't drink enough water and I got some uh, pretty bad cramps and he pinned me in the first period. I always think about that. I think I could have had a competitive match with him
0: right so before i um, your your hydration process, I want to talk about your that that state finals match a little bit more um going into that match. Did you did you have any like butterflies? Did you feel like there's a lot of pressure? Um, tell me a little bit about it.
1: Uh, I felt a lot of pressure. So the the one thirteen weight class was the last match, and I was like warming up at like one twenty six. I would warm up, sit down a little bit, and I, it was funny story. Jackson Bowles from Combat, he kept on telling me to sit down because he could tell I was so nervous. I was super nervous. I should have waited in the stands a little bit. I didn't realize like it would take that much time to get to 113 cuz they had to do like a match and then awards. So, yeah, I I just let the nerves build up a lot cuz that that was up to that point, that was like the biggest match I had wrestled in in basically my whole life. So,
0: yeah, I think sometimes what ends up happening is that you think about that match so much before you get out there, that you are already, you're already exhausted. Yeah, and you have. I mean, but that uh, that's just part of uh, learning. You know, learning how to uh, properly warm. Like you know how to warm up for a match, but then you have that big match, and a lot of it's just butterflies. There. It's it's what you have to realize is that. It's the same thing you've been doing. The environment changes, but the act doesn't. There's nothing different about uh that place than it was when you first got there the, the, the first day of the state tournament. Um the the rules the, the rule is still is the rules are still the same. The mat is still measured the same way. Uh you got the same that were in your corner it matches all season. I mean yeah. so you, you gotta you can't let you can't let that moment play on you you know and 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 stress you out like that mm-hmm. um we were talking about um we when we we're talking about um like the environment like i I heard a story about a i forgot who I think it's chel Sunning that told it that told a story about a a coach that had a bunch of guys or uh, uh or a teacher that had a bunch of people and he told him, he laid this two by four on the ground and he and he told every one of them to walk across this two by four so they all walk across it hill to toe hill to toe hill to toe so the same coach or, or t- takes the same two by four and puts it on two real two big uh uh 15 foot step uh step ladders and he places the two by four across it and then he tells them all to walk across it and then they're all hesitant and then he said well you know you know why it's cuz the environment changed but the act doesn't it's the same thing you've been doing you're just 15 foot high in the air so that's how you got to look at that it's just the, it's the same environment same referee so
1: yeah man,
0: don't, don't don't let that play on you anymore um mm-hmm. we were you were you were talking about that weight cut that you had um what did you what did you do wrong in that cut like tell me a little bit about your about your experiences it's not really how much weight you cut but how you know how you hydrated that, that uh to where if it wasn't handled right that it caused you to it caused you a little bit of problems you know uh, competing.
1: Um, I think the worst thing about my like what I did wrong when I was cutting weight was like I would cut out water too soon. Like two day, like three days before the match, I would be limiting my water, and I would like instead of eating like good healthy foods, I would just try to eat foods that were light. But I learned from that, and, like, it I started getting better throughout the season. But, yeah, that was the main problem. I would just cut out water too soon. So, and, like, after weigh I would drink a bunch, but it still is not enough time for, like, your body to refuel from all that water that you lost.
0: Right. So, what did you – you tell me about that match where you – you didn't hydrate, right? What did you do wrong? You, It was the match where you lost to – you just said you lost to somebody by pen or something. And you didn't cut. Oh, it was
1: Marcus Jackson.
0: Yeah, PA. yeah. So, what? A, what about that? That that part? Like, what? it But because of what I want you to do is just be able to tell your your story to maybe where other people
1: can kind of learn from it. So, uh, I would just like I would always check my weight, and depending on my weight, that's how much water I would drink. So like if I'm on weight, I'd maybe have like a, a few sips of water or maybe like half a bottle. But if I was over, I'd take like a sip of water and then th- I'd be done for like lunch or whatever meal. Instead of but if I could have uh, just like drink more water, I would have been able to train harder and just lose the weight better. And then I wouldn't have been so like depleted of water during the match.
0: Right. So when, so I guess when you step off the scale, okay, when you step off the scale, what what's the what are the first couple things that you do?
1: Uh, I always have a problem of like drinking, like when I go to drink my water, I don't just sip on it. I like chuck half the bottle of water, right. and then I'll have like a banana and um, a sandwich or something. But right. uh, yeah, it, mainly I just go straight to my water.
0: All right. So, what are, what are what are some stuff that you eat throughout the day?
1: Uh, like weigh in day.
0: Um, like just throughout the tournament.
1: Oh, throughout the tournament, I'll have like peanut butter crackers, protein bar, uh, some like a turkey sandwich, a lot of bananas, and some Pedialyte or Gatorade. I like uh right. Gatorade better because every time I drink Pedialyte, it just feels like so heavy on your stomach.
0: Right. They um, actually make pediolite popsicles or something, too. Oh,
1: yeah, I saw the Yeah, freezer pops. Um,
0: yeah, weird, but whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, the most important thing, uh, you know, when you're weighing it, like after you weigh in, is to make sure that you're hydrating the right way. And a lot of kids, they don't really do it the right way. Um, they hydrate on what makes them comfortable. Now, when I was a kid, um, I... If everything to figure out how to do something the right way as far as hydrating your body for competition is right on your smartphone and i didn't have i didn't have that luxury when i was a uh, a kid so i really never knew how to hydrate properly i remember one match mm-hmm. it was the it was at West Mech High School um they actually have this thing called the the uh West Mac duels maybe or uh, something like that I went – I actually went 5-0 and oh in that tournament, but – and it, it's a dual tournament. But I remember chugging, like, three cans of root beer for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, terrible, man. Um, yeah. And, and, it, it's like – like, a, I, I knew better, but, like, I really didn't. And But, yeah, so, so I kind of sit back and I kind of look at what some of these kids are eating – before you know after they step off the scale and, and then some of the stuff that i see makes you just cringe i'm like i can't believe that kid's eating that or eating that um i sometimes i think coaches didn't do a better job monitoring monitoring what these kids eat um after they weigh in so uh, there's a lot of kids like if there were kids that that i knew like let's say there were kids that that goes to uh, um combat you know josh's club that i know and i'm like hey man you you might not wanna eat that. You might wanna because some some people just don't know it had been taught right. Yeah. So yeah, you just gotta be able to put the put the right stuff in your in your body, man. Like it's you have to fuel it to where it's gonna or you going to be able to compete in and grilling in a grilling matchup throughout the whole tournament. And you with with the water, you with water, you you want to drink it gradually instead of chugging. Just drink it gradually. Your body can't process. But I forget how many liters of water per, per hour. Um, but you know, look up things. Make sure you're doing things the right way. But anyways, yeah. man. So outside of wrestling, so you're not. Let's say you not like I know you've been to the beach, but like just off the mat. Um, what are some things that you do? What does Davis Freeze do?
1: Um I like to ride four-wheelers a lot, four-wheelers and dirt bikes. I love fishing and I love hunting. So that's that's mainly it. <laughs> I like to swim too.
0: That and that's it. You know what? Uh, you know you and I were supposed to be doing some sort of fishing some point soon. Me, you and your, oh, your yeah. older brother there. Yeah. Uh I actually did, uh, I guess because of what's going on, I actually did hit up uh, uh, Brody Neal. He said he'd ask his parents because he has a direct, uh, wherever he lives at, um, in that Lake Norman area, it has a direct uh, spot right there on the water to mm. be able to throw a line in. I'm actually, to be honest, Davis, when I get done with this podcast, I'm actually getting ready to go throw one uh, in a upon myself, man. That's my fishing to me is my uh that's my getaway. Yeah. Like I I've thought of, like I've I've thought about a lot of life decisions throwing a fishing pole, throwing line in the water. So that's just especially it's, it's a good day outside and I'm not going to I'm not going to be cooped up in here on some mandatory stay type BS as long as I'm like Six feet, whatever from the nearest person. I don't think it should matter, but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man. Like it, it you know, it, it is what it is. But um, it, it's it's just crazy. But yeah. So, um, what kind of emotions do you feel? You know, when you're when you're when you're competing. Like, just what is there any like? What's that right emotion that you feel that kind of that, that kind of helps you out to keep that keeps you to where you're confident going into a match?
1: Um, Going into a match, I just, like, I think about all the stuff that I've learned, and I'm just saying, like, I've done this longer than most people. And I just think about that, and I just try to stay calm and collected and don't get the – don't let my nerves get the best of me.
0: Right. Um. So how do you – how do you help hold your other teammates accountable? Cause it um you're you are you and um and the uh, how many how many shawls are there? It's like there's a shawl at Morrisville every year. How many how many of them jokers are there?
1: There's three. <laughs> okay. Isaac is the last one. He was a senior this year.
0: Right. I was like there's like one every year. Um what? So how do how do you like help hold each other accountable?
1: uh we just make sure everyone's doing the right thing in the wrestling room i know me and isaac argue a lot during the wrestling room about like how we cut each other like how i cut my weight i like to wear a lot of sweats uh but it's all like jokes and stuff we just make sure everybody's working hard
0: right well as far as like because even though you're a freshman because of how good you are, you know, not only are other freshmen looking at you um, a, as a leader, but also upperclassmen. So, how 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 do you handle that pressure?
1: Um, I like around school, like with our wrestlers. Most of them have came up through Mooresville Wrestling Club, so like we all know each other and we all respect each other. So. I mean, there's not much pressure to it. I just make, like, we all kind of work together to make sure everyone's doing the right thing during the season. There's not, like, much. Most of them do the right thing, and you don't have to say anything. It's more people that, like, are new to wrestling that are, like, you have to keep in check about, like, what they're doing, what they're eating, and stuff like that.
0: For sure. We uh, Earlier, you mentioned uh, Greg Merriman, who's a another freshman, another a uh, great wrestler. Um, obviously, your drill partner. Tell me a little bit about um, how he pushes you, too, because you guys are both pretty daggone good.
1: Uh Yeah. Uh, our practices are pretty hard at Mooresville, so we just push each other, all the, like, all the time. Sometimes we get in, like, arguments or fights over the practice, but just because how hard we're going, and we'll let the emotions get the best of us. But uh, we push each other super hard in the room. And that's what I think that's what made a big difference in my like skills from this year or from this year to last year. I -hmm. think I've made a lot of improvements just being in that room and pushing each other so hard with like all those emotions every day.
0: For sure. And you're if you're not and I tell all all sorts of wrestlers this if you haven't. Throwing a punch or got to a fight in your practice room, you're not drilling hard enough. I mean, it's (laughs) well, you don't make it like an everyday thing, but yeah, you need you 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 need to drill so hard that 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 it gets to that point. Are you not drilling hard enough? I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to push your partner, and your partner needs to be able to push you. It's that whole concept of the iron sharpens iron, um, one man sharpens another uh excuse me, um, sorta of deal. So yeah, you gotta you, you gotta go hard and practice and if your partner's not pushing you, you gotta get can. And if somebody that, that can is the is the freaking heavyweight then then so be it. But you 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 gotta get better. I mean what's the what's the use to going out there uh in a grueling heart two two hour practice to you know not not get better and not get anything out of it. So yeah, uh, I I totally understand. Yeah. Um, when you're out there wrestling, what is the one person, um, in your life that you wish could watch you wrestle but can't? You know, it could you know it could be because this person lives far away. This person could be deceased. Like, tell me that one person that you that you wish you could just wrestle in front of at least one time.
1: Um. I don't know, probably my great grandma that died I was in fifth grade when she and she used to love like watching me do all sorts. She would come down just to watch me swim or like watch me ride my dirt bike. I think she would enjoy watching me wrestle, and I think that'd be cool because I don't think she ever got to see me wrestle before
0: right going in going into a a match, everybody likes to listen to like warm up music what are what are some of the songs that you listen to that? Helps you get into the the competitive um, competitive kind of championship mindset.
1: Uh, I listen to a lot. I like Drake a lot. I listen to him mostly before matches. Uh, that's... I like to switch it up. Sometimes I listen to like country, but it, it can't be like too slow. It has to be like kind of fast. But mostly rap and Drake. Drake. Yeah.
0: Davis, man, that's sad, dude. <laughs> that that's sad, my man, like Drake. Come on, man. Like what do you listen wh- What to? do I listen to? Man, like so when I was in when I was in high school, like here's the thing. When I was in high school, um, I listened to a guy that you may not have ever heard of who died before you were born. Two people. I listened to a guy named Tupac and and uh <laughs> Biggie. Um I was Tupac and Biggie. Um Wu-Tang, Method Man, Red Man. Uh, you, you never know. Like, go when we get when when we get off of this podcast, go look up some Tupac, some Biggie, some.
1: I got some Biggie on my. You playlist. got
0: you got some Biggie on your playlist. What songs do you remember?
1: Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, every like, at least you know what? Then you know at least you, at least you got a, a a Biggie song, my man. Like we can't. You you <laughs> got to put like some just straight up like. Good rap, like just rap. Now that you guys listen to, like it's it's junk. I mean, all I got to do, Davis, is just like I can I can go right now, auto tune my voice, and I can go get a freaking recording contract because that's because that's what everybody's <laughs> doing. I mean,
1: just mumble into
0: the yeah, light. like I, I mean, all uh, yeah, it's called mumble rap. I mean, like that one song, uh, <laughs> uh I, and some some of it. I've listened to like like if you I, I'm kinda hip to like the latest styles that are out there because if you're a lot of times if you're like me, you know, I, I coach wrestling and when you're you know, when kids are riding the tournaments, um they like to grab the ox court and, you know, play whatever music that they're listening to. So I know a little bit about um some of the stuff that you guys listen to. Like I actually like I actually like that Roddy Rick guy a little bit. Um yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I have him on oh, my And you goodness. probably
0: got the box It's one of your main songs, probably on there. <laughs> yep. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I listen to a little little bit of uh a little bit of that guy, a little bit of uh T Grizzly, a little bit of uh uh just a, a, a lot of them. Um Meek Mill is probably one of my favorite ones of, of, of this of this time. Yeah, I like Meek Mill. So well than that, you know, if if I was so at 37 years old, like if I was to go enter like a grappling tournament, right. You know, which, and I want to listen to music. I would probably listen to some, some of these new school guys, some of these old school guys there. Um, when everything starts to get back to where, to where it is, I'm thinking about probably going up there combat or somewhere. Or, well, combat obviously, but to maybe train entering in a grappling tournament, man, I just kind of, Get I, I got I kind of feeling that edge, that niche, just to want to com- get back out there and compete. And I've lost like a good thirty. What What did you drop, Davis? You're killing me.
1: I dropped a pin.
0: I uh, <laughs> uh I you know, I dropped like thirty five pounds just because I needed to. I'm like God, I feel like I want to get back out there and compete. But now, man, like I'm all rusty just for not being on any kind of a mat because of what's been going on uh yeah as you guys can tell you know that i that that i that i know davis well so i'm giving him a hard time he's actually uh you know when i when i do help out at Burke combat when i that uh you know I, I give davis a hard time great kid but yeah so you but yeah so you like to listen to uh junk rap davis so i get it
1: yep junk junk
0: rap, junk rap. i tell you what I don't know. Maybe if I could have gave you some uh, some Tupac to listen to, you you probably would have won your finals match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the la- I remember, the last time you sent me someone's music and it was awful. It was from like two thousand. Uh, was, it it was, was terrible. It was it was uh it was
0: it was, it was some headbusts. That's like
1: yeah, it was yeah.
0: That's like that's like one of the ultimate like hype club songs. I think it's we some head busters. We some head We'll knock a head out. Something like that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, dude, it was how did how does that not get you hyped, Davis? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, guess what? Well, then he he probably doesn't like you. So <laughs> actually, I forgot who who sings that. I I forgot who sing who sung the daggone song. Um, so like you mentioned swimming, you mentioned. Uh, Dirt bike, like what's a sport that you wish you could play but you know you can't?
1: Baseball, I love baseball. I, yeah, I love going to like before the whole virus got out. I went to almost every baseball game, and I just love like our student sections are really good for our baseball team. And even after like I've been hitting and throwing with my sister, I miss baseball a lot. I used to play for like a travel team, but after I got serious about wrestling, I just stopped.
0: right. in it, and it, and these days uh, in these days, and they always say that there's no need to do it, um, people, Focus on one sport instead of enjoying high school and playing multiple sports. Do you not think you could have been able to balance at both sports? Um, you think that would have been too hard for you, or what? What's your take on it?
1: Um, I don't know. I think it's just easier to focus on like one sport because, like, if I played baseball, I'd be tired from the baseball practices, and then I gotta go home get my homework done, and then. I have to go to like combat or somewhere else to get better at wrestling. Cause that would be like my main focus. So I think it's just easier to focus on one sport and like choose the one you like the best because after you like choose one, it's kind of hard to turn back.
0: Right. So I, academically, like how, like how hard is it to like for you to balance your, your studies and, and being a student athlete, how, how are you able to balance it? The average kid is up almost to midnight doing homework. What is it for you? Or how, are you able to, how are you able to handle that?
1: Um, It's not too hard for me. I feel like I do a lot of my work in, like, classes. Because most of my teachers don't give that much homework. They just, like, say, finish it in class. So I just try to focus in class and not get sidetracked so I can finish it. So, like, by the time I get home, I can have some time to rest. Right. And just not have to focus on homework all the time. So, I'm assuming
0: that um, your your school has the whole um, online, online internet learning stuff going. Am I correct? Yeah. How is that working for you? Yeah. How is that working?
1: I actually like it a lot. I feel like it's easier to manage my time when I don't have to, like, go. And I only have, like, two hours of class every day. And so, for the rest of the day, I can – I always feel like I do better work at night, so like I'll play all day and then about like seven, eight o'clock, I'll sit home and do my homework
0: is it is it deadline like oriented like it's so like if you were assigned a task that needed to be done by tomorrow as long as you have it done between now and i don't know when a cutoff period is probably twelve midnight, you're good, right?
1: Well, the way our school did it. They just give all our work on that Monday and everything is due Friday at noon.
0: Okay. Make makes sense. You and, yeah.
1: and like they all have like a planner on how what you need to get done every day to get it done.
0: You know what I believe is gonna like this is to first of all to put this together it's crazy, but what I what I think that this may come to is I believe that at some point they're going to allow um kids who wanna work from home to stay at home and be able to do online work like so if you're in in mooresville district you could do mooresville work and stay at home but you're still going to be able to compete for the athletics in that uh in that uh, uh you know for that school like it's kind of like your home school but you're you're still being uh schooled through uh mooresville or whatever late normal whatever high school that's in your district, I mean, I, I can see it almost coming to that, with spe- yeah. especially, you know, the, the way some of the schools are. Uh, some parents they get they they don't they get a they don't get the best feeling. You know, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happens in school, so I can almost see them doing something like that. I mean, who knows? I think, I think that that could be good, and and then that could be bad because it, you know if it, if you want to stay home, it kind of takes so takes away from that interaction, you know, your, your kid being able to be around other people. So, but I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Has it, is it, has it been quite a learning experience for you doing that? I mean, it's, it is it, is it, was it weird doing it at first or, is, or
1: just. Oh, uh, the first day it was weird, but the way we have it set up, it's in like a Google Meet, and it's pretty easy. Like after you figure out, it's basically like a phone call. Like you can, mm-hmm. it was like a FaceTime like you can turn your camera off you can like text in it it's pretty easy but i'm pretty good with technology for sure i like it i like it a lot better than like going to school right. though um now you're you know you're a tall um,
0: you're a tall guy probably pretty pretty tall for your for your weight class how has that helped you i know i know yeah. man tall uh, get get to get to legs where you know somebody when would it be hard for somebody else? So tell me a little bit about your body stature that that makes you such a good wrestler. Uh,
1: I I like to use my length a lot. Like you said, I I'm pretty good with legs because of my length and like getting to like ankle picks and stuff. I can just sometimes it like is bad for me because I don't focus on like how good my form is and I just reach for stuff because I know I'm used to getting it because like my arms are so long. But I think it's good because I think a lot of people aren't really good at wrestling people that are tall. So I just try to use my height and like length to an advantage.
0: Uh yeah, um for sure. You ever you ever try to like how do you keep your like when you're just in practicing and and and, and during matches? What do you do to keep yourself from like doing too much? Like sometimes you might do too much to where you're actually hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself. Um, have you ever gotten to that point and you know, and what did you do?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I have done that some like just overworked and like from certain positions, just keep going. Uh. Definitely like with scrambling, just trying to win and practice when it doesn't matter. and Just try to like out-scramble someone, even though like it's not helping my technique. I think sometimes it's just good when like the coach steps in and is just like, all right, no scrambling. You have to have an elect. Like I know Josh will do something every now and then where it's like you have to take a shot in the first like 15 seconds or whatever. And you can't like rely on scrambling. I think that helps a lot when happens like that because like after a while it was just like a habit to scramble like I always like instead of sprawling I would like sit to my uh hip and try to scramble with someone but like throughout the season and like over the summer it it really changed that because I just started like my coaches wanted me to work more defense instead of trying to out scramble someone because it doesn't always work
0: um yeah I mean yeah, sometimes you, you do need that coach to say, all right, dude, you need to pump the brakes a little bit. Um what what's that one what's one thing or that one move? Where' what, what is something that you lack at that you need to improve on? Uh
1: I'd probably I'm not that good at getting off a of bottom and getting out of legs. I worked that a lot this uh school year, but I couldn't seem to get it. I know, like, that's one of my hard issues. I got rode in the first match, and I think that was just it. But the first match at States, I got rode out for a whole period just from legs because I couldn't get out of them. I think that's my biggest weakness.
0: Hey, you know, you, you want me to tell you um, a way that uh, you can uh, get out of legs 100% of the time?
1: What
0: don't get legs thrown on you to begin with?
1: I knew you were gonna say. (laughs) I
0: mean, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, if you move on bottom first and don't sit there and let them put legs in, then you won't have to worry (laughs) about it. Like, like no, it's serious. Like in the state tournament, ninety percent of the people that that were that were on bottom, they went flat just to come back up and like what yeah. like you you already start to match like halfway up like why would you i mean i we're all guilty of it I mean, and, you know looking at it from a coach point of view i mean i think we everybody's done it but i mean it's like you, you're you're in a referee you're already on 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 all fours could mm-hmm. come up from there um, you know, and if you yeah. know that you're wrestling a uh, an obvious leg, rather you you know look look to seal. Like I mean, it's I don't know. It's just certain stuff that that you see that, that, that kind of frustrates frustrates you as a coach. But yeah, just don't 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 get don't let somebody throwing legs on you to begin with. Um. So, but on the flip side, what you know, what what is what are you really? What's that one move that you're really really good at that you that you could hit? And that's like your go-to move that you know you can score on almost ninety percent of the time. I'm a little stuffy. Sorry. Well,
1: I'd say uh, two of I have two. One of them is like I get into a rush and I hit an ankle pick from there. That works like almost every time I do that. I did that a lot during the season. And one that I don't do like too much, but every time I do it, it works. And I, like if I need to do it, I can. Is like a lat drop. I know I hit it twice at the state tournament and that was like one of my big moves that got me to the finals. Like in the, I know I mentioned in the semifinals, I hit a lat drop in the like first 10 seconds. And after that, after having that lead, I think that just like kept me ahead of him and it's like broke him almost. Yeah. I
0: actually got a pretty good lat drop myself when I use it. Um, I mean, <laughs> It it's it's to a point to where like it actually hurts me to throw somebody because I'm I'm getting old, man. Um, I really really am. Uh, before I, before we, but before <laughs> we end, as I always like to get every time I have a restaurant, whether it's the, the the high school level, college level. Um, how are you? How do you? What is your take on on the rules? Um, do you think there should be any sort of rule changes a rule taking out? Something this should to be implemented. So tell me, tell me your, your take on it.
1: Uh, I think the, like the biggest rule that needs to be changed is the, um, like out of bounds. rule, Right. Because like, it's, it's always different. In, like a, a ref will say something like this is how we're doing it, but then he'll ref it a completely different way. So I think everything should just be like college out of bounds rules. If you have like one foot in, it you should be able to keep wrestling
0: yeah and i on the same way, actually, they just need to adopt the the the, the all rules of college wrestling. i mean they could keep the the two 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 i mean they could keep the two 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 periods, but uh
1: yeah
0: if if the expectation is for wrestlers in high school to wrestle in college then they need to just be be used to wrestle up up under that same rule setting um I, I think it would be. I think it's just better. I, I honestly, I, I don't really like the concept of the writing time to me because I think it encourages stalling. But then again, uh, I had, uh, um, I had uh, Hayden um, ha- uh, Hadley on the uh, podcast, and he's like, you know, it it takes a, you know, wrestler for NC State. Um, he said it takes a, it takes a technique just to be able to. Hold somebody down like that, not so. I get it. I mean, if you're gonna hold somebody down, I, I guess you should. You know, for at least, you know a minute, you should be a, awarded something for that. But I wonder how much more cutting you would see if that writing time. You know, if you if if people aren't trying to get that point, you know how much more action you would see. Um, neutral, you know, so to speak, but that—that's yeah. what you know. I thought I think that uh, the I think there should be like the, a little like a push out. I mean, because it, then it keeps if you if you push somebody to a point, it's going to stop a lot of people from working around that 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 the, the edge of the circle, you know, trying to play the line. But I mean, I'm not the one that. That uh, it, that's in charge of any sort of rules. Um, One more question that I that I that I like to ask, and I hadn't asked it in a while. And if you've been a listener of these podcasts, you should probably know that it's coming, but I doubt you do. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, um, living or dead, who would it be? And um, D-
1: Jesus. Uh, Donald Trump. I think that would be cool. And Conor McGregor. for
0: all three, Jesus, Trump, and McGregor.
1: Jesus, because uh, I think he's been, all of his stories are very interesting. He seemed like a very cool person, like all the miracles he could do. Donald Trump, because he's the president and I think he's funny. And Conor McGregor, because he's my favorite fighter and i i always love watching him he's just like always funny and i think he'd be funny i cannot, be fun I if...
0: cannot believe you think that mcgregor oh my god what about my boy kobe man <laughs> yeah he's cool too what he's funny. why It's 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 cuz he likes the uh wearing the Donald Trump hat that uh... yep well hey man i mean <laughs> You know, no matter who it is, when, when it comes to a president, it's no easy position uh, to to discharge by by any means. Not everybody can do it. That's that's one of the, that's probably the biggest position where you will not satisfy everybody. Like somebody's gonna, yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna be mad about something, and, and it's like, I mean, what do you do? And you want to be? I truly believe that. That, that every every decision that donald trump made is truly for the betterment of the country but it's just how he goes about doing things that you know i, I kind of i have a little trouble with but i mean again it yeah. there, there is it's no easy position but uh but before I let you go, you know, is there anything that, uh, you know, any kind of advice or just that you could give to people, anything you want to get off your chest, man, the floor is yours. Let's go.
1: Um, I would just say stay focused and, like, keep grinding towards your dreams. Even if it's, like, I know we're supposed to be, like, quarantined. Just make sure you're staying focused on what your goal is and always, like, trying to get 1% better every day, like Josh says. Either if it's, like, Lifting weights, getting, like, mentally st- tougher or uh, improving your cardio. Just always trying to get 1% better, even though we're in, like, tough times right now.
0: Davis, man, uh, I do um, appreciate you, dude. Um, I, I know you're you're hesitant about doing a podcast. Uh, and it's kind of it's what you said when I asked you. You said, I, 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 I think you said, I'm, I'm scared to talk. And I said, Davis, you talk all the time. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, stop, like. But anyways, man, I I I do appreciate.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Yeah, I I liked it. Thanks, Davis. Man,
0: anytime, man. Uh, you uh, you stay safe, man. Take care of yourself. Do the whole, do what you should always been doing. Washing your hands, all that, all that sorts of, all that sorts of stuff, and uh, and we will, we'll see you, man.
1: All right. Yeah. See
0: you, ladies. Gentleman, that's Davis freeze. Uh, again, one pound wrestler. Um, Morrisville I think He said, he's going to move up. Uh, interesting kid. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a kid that I've had multiple conversations with. Um, he, he's always, he, he's never, he's never a loss of words. Um, I, because I, I personally like the kid and personally know him, uh, I do plenty of stuff just to just to get on his nerves. Um just for the heck of it. Why not? It's Davis Freeze. If you if you guys ever get a chance to uh, to know him, um, you you like to-